From your local Houston BMW Center Studios, welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth. Uncle Funky Larry Jones will be joining us in just a little bit, but we've got an exciting week that is coming up, and a great event that will be happening uh, beginning Saturday, November 27th through uh, Friday, December 4th. And that is Houston's Black Entrepreneurs Week. And on the phone line, I have with me representing Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week, Mr. Philip Yates. Good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, KG. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Uh, always much love from the Radio One family. Uh, as you mentioned, Philip Yates, I'm a co-founder of Equal Liberty and, and one of the many partners in our community that is responsible for launching um, Black Entrepreneurship Week for our community. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a, a great event that is dedicated to uh, bringing recognition uh, to the effort of Black-owned businesses. Why is this so important to you and all of the partners that are uh, involved? Yeah, no, you know the time is right. I mean, you you know we we can go back four hundred years, or we can go back a couple you know a year ago. Uh, dealing with our brother George Floyd and his death and the response and, and all the action that's been taken in our community. And, and a lot of it we feel as entrepreneurs, uh, we feel responsible for making sure we change our community. And the best way we can do that is by uplifting our entrepreneurs, um, up, you know, uplifting our entrepreneurship community, but then also recognizing some of our pitfalls that still exist. Um, regarding around capital. And so this is a week where we're going to convene resources, activate those organizations and entrepreneurs doing a, amazing things for our community, but then also close the loop on capital. And one of the people, one of the organizations that's stepping up to the plate with us is actually Chase Bank. And so they're one of our uh, sponsors for this week, and they're going to help us make sure that all of us are talking about capital and ways we can create it in our community so we can continue to solve our problems. Indeed. Uh, with the uh, onset of uh, the pandemic, um, a lot of businesses were hurt tremendously, um, if not ended and closed down. But also on the other side of that coin, a lot of new entrepreneurs came about and they continue um, to come about uh, during this time, be it um, they 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 see a need and um, they have a, a solution, or what I'm seeing now, current day, is that you know some people who are not um, in line with their company's you know vaccination um, mandate, that they are quitting their jobs and starting their own businesses. And, and so I, I think that this is a, a divine timing um, for Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week uh, to be uh, kicking off. Uh, have you yourself seen that as well? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, you know, with the pandemic, a lot of it was entrepreneurship by necessity. So it was a certain segment of our population that lost their, their jobs or their jobs became obsolete and they had to become entrepreneurs. But then some just due to the flexibility, you know, people changed their policies, like you said, KG, where it became, you know, you can work remotely. And then once it became you can work remotely, now you had your own tools and resources that you can work from home. 
and I think more people are starting to appreciate that, you know, not having to commute. You know, we live in Houston where if you don't live inside the, the, the loop, that's mm-hmm. a 15, maybe 30 minutes, sometimes an hour long drive to work, um, being with your family more, being able to make more income, start that wealth building process. And so you're absolutely right. I think more people are seeing entrepreneurship as an opportunity um, just, just, to, just to pivot in this new economy so they can build wealth for themselves and their community. And so we're here for it, and we're here to show that there's a community that exists that welcomes them, but also has the resources that we can streamline through all of our respective platforms to help them grow. One of the biggest groups that I have seen, especially in black entrepreneurship, are black women. Black women are leading the charge when it comes to uh, new small businesses and uh, being entrepreneurs. And I mean, it is and, and not just here in Houston or in America. I'm talking in the world, mm-hmm. in the world. Um, what do you think uh, contributes to that, to black women leading the charge in black entrepreneurship? You know, funny. You know, I don't have the I don't have the economic answer for that. But from my personal situation, it was always the black woman who had to answer in my family. Mm-hmm. And I have a great dad, and I have, I have uncles, and I had a brother. But in terms of my mom, well, my wife now, my mother, my grandmother, they were always the ones that we relied on to make sure things were okay. It wasn't until I think this more recent generation you start seeing, you know, two income households, and, and you'll, you'll see more. Uh, a black father or a black husband and a, and, a, and a black wife that coexist together. So you, since the beginning of time, I think you've always seen the evolution of the African-American woman. And because of some of the plights that we had as a community, whether it's dealing with the military or addictions or the, the, the criminal justice system, education or whatnot that has stricken our African-American males differently, the woman was responsible for making sure the kids are going to be all right. The woman was responsible for the house, you know, right? The woman was making sure that checks were being written so our churches could still be there. The woman was there to make sure that people were voting. And so now the woman has rolled their sleeves and they take them to the next level. And then they're becoming entrepreneurs. And so they've always been one of our most gifted and beloved resources now in our community, but like you said, KG, of the world. And now we're seeing them come to the forefront, whether they're becoming vice presidents, first ladies to now CEOs, board members, and entrepreneurs. And so I've seen it here locally. My co-founder with a venture capital fund, Tiffany Williams, she's one of the first black women in this city. If, if, I think maybe the state, but definitely the city to have her own fund. Um, you know, Black Entrepreneurship Week, we have She Said Foundation on KG that was started by Latasha Norwood. And she's been doing some amazing things with the She Said community in partnership with Chase Bank on that Wednesday. We're going to have specific activations just for black women so we can continue to uplift them, but also to make sure we drive specific resources so we can continue to see them grow and be successful. Absolutely. Uh, with Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week, um, each day it is, it's, it's a different theme. And um, I, I love it. I mean, just the amount of information and education that is going to be uh, given throughout this week. So, you know, mark your calendar, save the date, November 27th through uh, December 4th. That is uh, that's when it's going down. Let's let's talk about um, these themes. You all are kicking it off with uh, small business Saturdays. Uh, so so what will that look like? Yeah, we're going to launch it on November 27th. And that's that's nationally known as Small Business Saturday. 
that day we're going to work with all of our partners to drive our community to support Black-owned businesses, specifically small businesses. But in terms of an event, you know, uh, hip-hop mega superstar and legend Master P, he will actually be in town, um, as you know, for his concert. And a part of his work in the entrepreneurship community, he started up his Boss Up Foundation. And uh, it's in conjunction with his Rap Snacks brand. And they have been hosting festivals and youth entrepreneurship marketplaces all across the country. And so they partnered up with Equilibrity and the Black Entrepreneurship Week, as well as our very own J.O. Malone in the hey, Black Market. J.O., my God. J.O., a big fan of J.O., and, and just big ups to him for being embracing Black Entrepreneurs Week because he's responsible for already having that community. He has the marketplace. And so J.O. is a thoughtful, innovative person where he understands, look, I want to see more people join my marketplace, but I also want to see some people leave my marketplace and go do amazing things downtown district, in the midtown district, maybe even Wall Street. And in order for us to do that, we have to continue to build capacity. So that first day, we'll have the Boss Up Fest, uh, the Youth Entrepreneurs Benders, where all, all of our kids you know, across the city, we can come out, they can get free education, and they can also participate in Me Master P. And then we hope that families come down to the black market and they come patronize some of our local business owners. I mean, it's shopping season, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so that'll be Sunday. So spend money with each other. And then Sunday, that's when we will we'll take it to we'll have a brunch, you know, Sunday brunch. We're going to get the meeting of the mind. It's, it's going to be keeping the faith Sunday. And so, we're, you know, we hope everybody goes to church that morning or to their respective faith-based organizations. And then we'll have a brunch with local leader, uh, local entrepreneurs in conjunction with Div Inc., which is a uh, accelerator here in town, um, lead, head up by Ashley DeWalt, founded by Preston James. And, and a lot of black entrepreneurs have come through that program, along with Chase Bank will host that in Diversity Fund Houston. Monday, uh, we'll be working with you guys and, and Cyber, you know, Cyber Monday, where we try to push people to have online businesses. And we'll have some online activations where we'll be talking about what it looks like to have an e-commerce business. Because you brought it up earlier, KG. A lot of us now have our own business. And if you, you, your days are gone, are no longer here when you have to have a brick and mortar to yeah. be taken as a legitimate business. But yeah. why not give out more resources so that people know, hey, you have a skill set or a resource that you want to bring to the marketplace. You can set that up online and never leave your house. Um, yeah, yeah, Tuesday, yeah. I love it. Hold, hold that. You're listening to the Public Affairs Podcast. Uh, we're talking to Philip Yates, uh, the founder of Equal Liberty, and um, here to talk about Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week. I, I, I do want to add on uh, to, to the Saturday kickoff uh, for Small Business Saturdays. Folks, don't go spend your money on Black Friday. That, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> that Friday after Thanksgiving, <laughs> like, just erase that out of your mind. Save those dollars. And and that that currency, that exchange, and a patron with the folks at the Black Market Houston for uh, Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week, very important. And 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 I'm going to say the same for Cyber Monday, you know, as well. This is what you know, big, 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 big corporate and and, and Wall Street do. They 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 want to take your money, but we. Here, we want to put this back into our own community to continue to help uh, Houston black entrepreneurs thrive. I love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So then on um, Monday, we got uh, the Cyber Monday, the online activation. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're doing online activation. We'll be giving out, we'll be 
talking about resources with subject matter experts and uh, different people, whether they started online banks or they're, you know, they're, they're in, in the e-commerce space. We're going to have bring them online where we can help educate and bring more resources to the market. Tuesday is, 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 is nationally known as Giving Tuesday. And so we're going to celebrate some of our nonprofits and uh, that are you know that are out there doing great work in our community. So if you're going to make donations, hey, support our support our organizations that are making sure that we have the pro- the services we need in order to scale as a community. And then we're going to talk about how you can use crowdfunding and other giving tools to actually support entrepreneurs. I mean, there's giving circles out there now. There's crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. And there's a host of others that we, we can educate ourselves on so that if you want to make a difference through economics, this is a way you can do it um, by giving back to our, our, our black entrepreneurship community. Wednesday, as I mentioned to you earlier, KG, that's in partnership with She Said and Chase Bank, and we'll have a phenomenal panel which will take place at a local Chase uh, branch, and, and there they'll have a, uh, different conversations, and then some selected entrepreneurs will be able to join that from around Houston. Thursday is Tech Thursday. And so we'll be in partnership with the ION Houston, uh, which was uh, launched over the past year, which houses a lot of our tech and innovations from the city of Houston and Mayor Sylvester Turner's tech and innovation plan. And we will talk about uh, financial technology so people can learn more about crypto and, and, and Bitcoin and all these other financial technology tools that they can now utilize in order to grow and create wealth. And therefore, up and coming technology companies. I mean, we know with this new boom out here, that take, take the technology and innovation ecosystem is going to create more millionaires and billionaires than we've ever seen. Why shouldn't our people be a part of that conversation Absolutely. or be participating in that economy? Absolutely. And so we're, we're, we're the drivers of it. See, KG, we need to go. We need to do this more often. We need to have our own podcast. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. I mean, they, they rely on our culture and our decision-making and all we're trying to do is say, look, okay, why don't we leverage that and do it ourselves? Reverse engineer it. I mean, we just like $2.1, $2.2 trillion going through our community because of our consumer spending habits. This is our time to reverse engineer it so that we can all bolster up ourselves and then create wealth for the next generation. Especially when it comes to the crypto um, world and, you know, uh, NFTs and the blockchain Mm -hmm. and 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 all of that, like you know, because the metaverse is is about to be a real thing here, um, and so yeah, that that is going to be the one of the key ones, especially when we talk about you know the the future of uh, of entrepreneurship and 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 capital. Yep. No, absolutely. And like you said, it's going to happen one way or the other, with us or without us. <laughs> right. We've missed too many of the, 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 the different economies that have come along, come online since we were, I mean, you know, 400 years ago. And we're going to have the opportunity to, for, to participate. Now we do. So there's no no reason, no excuse. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And then on, uh, and then on that Friday, we got the family Friday. and finances, huh? Absolutely. So, you know, we're, we're working with you guys because we want to get the word out that we want to push all households across the city of Houston to start having this conversation around generational wealth. And that starts with, a lot of times with the young people who, who, who haven't really been exposed to our economy. And so we're having a pitch competition for our young entrepreneurs. And so it ties back into what we're doing with Boss Up and, and Black Market, where there's going to be vendor space and there's going to be different learning opportunities 
for these young entrepreneurs. But now for those who already exist, we can turn around and then they'll be able to pitch their business at the ION and somebody will walk away with a few thousand dollars to, to make their dream a reality. But the overall goal is that one, the parent has to apply on behalf of the child. And so we want the parent to be the one to drive the discussion so that hopefully this time next year when we're having this conversation, KG, more people apply and then we'll, we'll have more families talking about generational wealth and accessing capital. We'll also have some different um, uh, seminars regarding first-time home buyers, accessing capital, and then also we'll demo Equal Liberty because Equal Liberty will roll out and do its partnerships with various banks, nonprofits, and also obviously our relationship with you guys at Radio One. And then Saturday, it ends with another pitch competition that's open to the city through the Houston Area Urban League and our Entrepreneurship Center. I've had the pleasure of working with Mr. Justin Robinson and Mr. Goody for almost all my adult life. And so it's grown from, you know, entrepreneurship by necessity, where you have 30 entrepreneurs in a room, to now you have 10,000 uh, people in their database of people who look like you and me who just want to create wealth, and they're doing that through entrepreneurship. So uh, we're inviting people out all week to celebrate our culture, our community, and, and building wealth together. Yeah, absolutely. And and more importantly, getting the information and the education that is going to be uh, distributed during Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week. Um, uh, Philip, where can people go to uh, get more information, to get uh, a list of uh, the, the, the different days and the themes that uh, Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week uh, will, will be providing for us for this incredible week? This is going to be fascinating. Absolutely. Starting November 22nd, that's when we'll start the marketing launch. And so there, there will be a website at www.blackentrepreneursweek.com. Um, and so we'll make sure that all, your Radio 1 has that. I know we have some partnerships where you guys will publicize that on your webpage. NAACP will publicize it, uh, Houston Area Urban League, um, Chase Bank, and, and all the other partners that we have. And so we're going to try to hit as many platforms as possible where we know, you know, uh, most of us frequent or visit because of pre, pre-existing relationships. But the homepage will be www.blackentrepreneursweek.com. And then we'll try to use all, utilize all our partnerships to get the word out, get the information and make sure we make connections. Absolutely. Um, any final words for uh, the people? I love Well, first, let me let me say this before we we go. I really love the um, family and finances uh, that will be happening on Friday, uh, December 3rd, because a, a lot of times when I have um, financial people on and, and we begin this conversation, I ask them where did or should the responsibility lie when it comes to uh, financial literacy and education? Should it be at the home or should it be in the schools? Because in, in, in the schools, they really didn't, you know, teach us enough at least when i was in school growing up they were just like you know showed us a, a, a how to balance a checkbook uh, but they didn't teach us about the importance of credit and how you know that can um, affect your life for the rest of your life so uh, i really think that 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 piece is um is, is vital 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 because you know when you don't know you don't know you're absolutely right. And you and I talked about this, I think, last time. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yep, yep. And, 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 I, and I mentioned to you, I said, I thought the onus was on the banks. And, and the reason I said that is because if you look at the stats, they say, okay, look, Texas is number, 
I think number one or number two for black entrepreneurs in, 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 in the country. And then you look at Houston, we got 30 percent of entrepreneurs, you know, are, are minorities. And then we talked about the emerging population of black owned businesses by, you know, black women. But then you talk about capital and they say only one percent of black businesses own, are black owners of can attain capital as comparison to their white counterparts. So I think, you know, 7% of them. And there's always this huge disparity uh, of terms of capital. So if you can't access the capital, despite the fact that we have this growing uptick of, of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs and small businesses, you still look at the capacity issues that 96% of them are sole proprietors, meaning it's just a single individual that works for this firm meaning that they're just created a job for themselves. All, it is a wealth building opportunity and it is an outlet and it is, and, and we're celebrating that, but we also want to still have these tough conversations about how do we access the capital? How can we make sure that more people go to the next level as business owners so we can continue to celebrate our small, our entrepreneurs, our small businesses, our corporations, our people on wall street and, and grow as, as a community. So we invite, Anybody who wants to, to cover Black Entrepreneurship Week, who wants to participate in Black Entrepreneurship Week, please join us. Um, I, I think we have a great team with Radio One, Chase Bank, City of Houston, uh, Rap Snacks, Black Boss Up, Black Market, Diversity Fund, Div Inc., Ion and East Makers Hub. But anybody out there that wants to have this conversation like we had today, KG, uh, I welcome them. They can, they can find me at uh, philip.yates at equalliberty.com, obviously www.blackentrepreneursweeks.com. Dot com. And I thank you again for this opportunity, Katie. Man, thank you for coming on. Houston Black Entrepreneurs Week. Save that date no, beginning November 27th through Friday, uh, December the 3rd. Man, thank you. Philip Yakes, founder of Equal Liberty, man. We thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you, KJ. You have a good one. Indeed. And for those of you uh, listening to the podcast, we'll be back after this. From your local Houston BMW Center Studios, welcome back to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth, and uh, welcoming uh, to the program, uh, he was a regular on uh, the show that used to be known as Access Houston, and so representing Baker Ripley Houston Turkey Trot is uh, one of my Favorite people in Houston, Mr. Frederick Goodall. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Uh, thank you, KG. It's so good to be here again. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's, it's It's been a while, bro, you know, with everything, <laughs> yeah. with, with the pandemic, you know, kind of set things back. But, you know, things are sort of, if you will. Yeah. Back Slowly to normal. Yeah. Back. And, and and I'm using air quotes when I say <laughs> right. uh, back to normal. So uh, it's, it's good to hear from you, man. Um, Baker Ripley, you know, always doing great things uh, in the Houston community. How have you all uh, been since, you know, COVID threatened and turned over and upside down our our lives like how have right. things been um yeah you, over you know of Ripley? course yeah of course COVID came in and uh totally unexpected and the people we serve of course uh, were severely uh impacted by this uh pandemic you know people were laid off from work uh they were at risk of being evicted uh so many people were were distressed so we had to pivot from a lot of the things we typically do to things to directly help them at this moment. 
so a couple of ways we pivoted, uh, we started having uh, food fairs around the city. Mm. Uh, you know, we, we just wanted to make sure people at least had some food to eat. So we had several of these food fairs. And we appreciate all the volunteers who came out because Houston really stepped up, volunteered, and came out to these food fairs to help people. We really appreciated that. Uh, we partnered with uh, the city of Houston and Harris County to provide rent relief. Uh, so people wouldn't have to worry about being evicted and being kicked out of their homes. Uh, that program uh, continues right now. Uh, just want to make sure that people have some secure housing during this period. Uh, we've been working with uh, Harris County again with the uh, child tax credit uh, program because this is something that's going to lift so many families out of poverty. Uh, we want to make sure they get that tax credit, they get those monthly payments, and uh, they get on the path to uh, to pass out of poverty, really, because this is this is a big impact that's going to have on so many families. Uh, but we continue to look at the landscape. We continue to see what's going on with our neighbors, with this community, and we pivot and, and we do whatever we can at that moment to support our community. Indeed. And, you know, there, there <laughs> since the pandemic, surprisingly so, um, so many people have moved here to the greater Houston area, just in Harris County, uh, period. I mean, from a lot of folks from California moving yeah, here. Yeah. We got Chicago, New York, um, St. Louis. It's just like it's, it's like the great migration. And they're right. coming here to the state of Texas, uh, particularly uh, Houston. So for those yeah. um, new folks that are here who are not familiar with the work that Baker Ripley does. Can you uh, just give us a, um, a, a history on this incredible organization? Yeah, Houston is a great city, and uh, so many people want to move here because of the amenities, because of the culture. It, it's a great place to live. But what makes it really great is the people. And uh, Baker Ripley has been serving this community for more than a uh, century. Like We've constantly uh, been embedded in the community, uh, want to support the community, and help people have some pathways to possibilities. We want to make sure that people have uh, education. We work with our uh, community for uh, workforce training, help them get better jobs and better paying jobs. You know, a lot of people work two or three jobs and they still live in poverty. We want mm. to make sure people have a living wage. So we provide job training. We provide uh, technology training to uh, close that gap, to make sure that people have the technology they need to be able to uh, look for a job or apply for a job or even understand how to use computers and how technology is so pervasive in our lives. Uh, people need to have a good grasp of that. Uh, we provide early childhood education. A lot of big, one big barrier is uh, to a lot of families getting jobs. They don't have adequate childcare. So our early childhood education programs uh, allows them to take their children to a place where they can get some, uh, a head start really on uh, on their education because these early ages really uh, are significant towards their overall success in school. Uh, so we're doing so many things and we wanna help uh, small business owners as well. Uh, we have uh, lots of small business training, entrepreneurship, uh, guidance and mentorship. Uh, we A lot of small businesses, as you know, went out of business because of COVID oh, yeah. and, and we're, we're really working with a lot of these business owners to get back on their feet to make sure that they can keep the doors open. They have the tools and the skills that they need to manage their business, to get new customers, and to uh, just continue to progress and grow their businesses. So we want to support people where they are at, at every stage of life. We want to uh, help them improve their lives 
that's what we're really about having having people uh, being able to improve their lives, have a sense of community, have a sense of pride, and do all the things that they uh, want to do in their lives, and eliminate all these barriers, eliminate the inequities that exist, and allow them to have a clear path to their destiny. Indeed, and 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 you all are still. Um offering uh, COVID-19 resources for folks, yes? Yeah, definitely. As I mentioned, uh, we're still uh, providing uh, rent relief uh, for people. Uh, you can go to our website, uh, bakerripley.org, find some information about that there. Uh, and, and as just mentioned, with, with the uh, tax child tax credit, uh, we have our tax centers located throughout the city. Uh, so uh, just look on our website as well, and they can help you uh, if you're eligible for these child tax credits, uh, let you know what you need to do and how you can acquire that. Uh, but we want to continue to support the community any way that we can. We want to lift as many people as possible out of poverty and, and support them through their journey to getting a living wage, living wage job and better educational opportunities. Indeed. Um, and I am curious uh, to know, with all of the incredible things that you are doing for um, this Houston community. Um, how are you all taking care of your yourselves and uh, the folks that work there and the, and the volunteers that come? Because I always um, I always think about the people that that give their time and their services, you know, during this crazy time. And, and, and you all have lives and, and mental health and, and, and just wellness is is uh, is very important because you, you can't pour from an empty cup. So how are you yourself and, 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 and um, the folks over at Baker Ripley um, helping you all to continue to um, thrive and, and, and have the energy to help the community? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that because uh, actually at Baker Ripley, uh, the the team and the organization has done a great job of supporting uh, the employees in particular. You know, a lot of us, when the pandemic hit, we had to uh, start working from home and uh, some people still had to go to the office. So, so there was a lot of coordination that had to happen. And of course, through all the stress and the strife of all of this, uh, Baker Ripley has supported us. Uh, they've actually... Uh, been providing a lot of mental health uh, access to us, uh, some providers that we can talk to online, some some people who are available to us. So and 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 they they've really understood. You know, this is a huge transition. This is a lot of work on top of what we have to do already. Uh, so there's a lot of leeway on 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 how we work and and what we do and making sure that we take care of ourselves because we have to take care of ourselves. We're going to take care of the community. Uh, so that's so very important. And and we do the same with our volunteers. So, you know, a lot of volunteers are very skeptical at the beginning of the pandemic, whether they weren't sure if they should come out. But a lot of people uh, understood that we would take care of them. We provided all the PPE they needed, uh, provided the uh, social distancing, uh, hand sanitizer, all the safety protocols that they needed to feel safe. Uh, some, we, some of the things that people would normally just walk into, uh, we started having appointments so we could limit the number of people uh, who would come in at a time but we did everything that we could to make our volunteers feel safe our employees feel safe and uh, making sure not only their physical safety and health was uh, taken care of but also their mental health indeed you're listening to the public affairs podcast we're talking to fred goodall from uh, baker ripley the houston turkey trot the baker ripley houston turkey trot happening on thanksgiving day you know um 
Fred, and, and, and I'm saying this publicly, and, and you have my word on this, um, next year I will be there. I, I, I am not going to book a flight to go home for Thanksgiving because, you know, of course we missed it last year due to the pandemic, <laughs> and right. then you hit me up um, to host uh, for this year, and I was like, man, I had already bought uh, my plane ticket to go uh, right. home this week, and um, the, the, the last time that I hosted, as a matter of fact, um, footage of me emceeing hosting the uh, Baker Ripley Houston Turkey Trot was actually used as some B-roll um, during uh, my time on the dating reality show Ready to Love on the oh, Oprah, really? on the Oprah Winfrey <laughs> Network. Yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah. They, they okay, used some okay. of that. Well, that was some of the footage that I turned in uh, when yep, they needed, yep. you know, some um, some background stuff on me, and they actually used. <laughs> <laughs> some video of me um, talking and speaking um, at yeah. the Houston Turkey Trot uh, oh, awesome. on that's that awesome. show. So, yeah, so um, you have my word. Next year, you know, <laughs> if, if you need me, I'd, I will All be right. there because right. that is... Right. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, please do because <laughs> it, it, it was the... It is so much fun. I had such a great time. All of those folks coming out to, yeah. um, to run and, and, and to you know, showed their support for right, Baker Ripley, right, and right. It, it was just an incredible time. But um, this year, of course, it's happening on uh, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, but, but tell us about the Houston Turkey Trot and, 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 and this event and the mission of it all. Well, this, uh, this event has uh, been a Houston, Houston tradition for 28 years now. Uh, so many people support this race. Uh, they've made it a family tradition. Some people have been there from the very start, from the very first race. Uh, but so many families come out on this day uh, to support Baker Ripley, to support the work that we do, and to have a fun time with their family and the rest of their uh, neighbors from around Houston. Uh, as you know, last year it was uh, a virtual race, which is fine, but the, we were able to uh, to raise some money to support our work uh, as we go forward, but this year it will be in person uh, in the Galleria area, just as it's been uh, many years before. Uh, we want everybody to come out. Uh, we want everybody to come and have fun uh, because we miss we miss this whole event. We miss seeing all the Estonians come out uh, under one accord, supporting one another, supporting the mission uh, of our agency, having fun and just having a great time. So, if you want to register, go to HoustonTurkeyTrot.org. We have a, a 5K race a 10K race, and there's a kids race, which is always lots of fun. Uh, uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, a, a little zone where we're going to have uh, some food, some music. Uh, people can just come out and enjoy themselves. If you don't want to run, you can just hang out in, the, uh, in, the, in our little fun zone. Yeah. Uh, enjoy yourself. Cheer on the runners. Uh, but come on, bring your family. It's a great way to spend Thanksgiving morning, and it allows you to eat as much as you want to for the rest of the day. I mean, y'all, it really is like a, a party on a Thursday morning. I mean, it is such, such great vibes, such a good time, and more importantly, uh, it is for a great cause. And, you know, the Turkey Trot, it, it funds and, and helps empower over the 3,000 volunteers as they uh, contribute over, yeah. you know, 150,000 hours uh, toward the response and recovery. So I know that you all are, are uh, very proud of that on, on top right. of um, what the program um, also does for feeding uh, hungry families and whatnot. 
Yeah, we, we appreciate everyone who comes out to volunteer. Also, if you want to volunteer, there's still opportunities to do that. Uh, just go to HoustonTurkeyTrack.com, and it'll give you all the information about that. As you know, to put on a race this big, uh, we need a lot of support from a lot of people, and people always step up and come out and volunteer. I see a lot of uh, high school groups coming out, a lot of uh, church groups, a lot of uh, just community groups coming out to volunteer at the Turkey Tribe. And we appreciate all the help that we get. We appreciate everyone who comes out to volunteer, to run, and, and everyone who just supports the race and supports Baker Ripley throughout the year. Uh, everything that you do makes what we do possible, so we appreciate it. Indeed, and, and how excited are the uh, the employees and the volunteers to be back at it in person uh, interacting? Oh, everybody's very, very exciting. Uh, very excited. Uh, if you look on our Facebook page, uh, you can see the excitement. Uh, everyone's like, yay, check it drops back. We're so happy to be uh, back uh, for a live event. Uh, so so we, we really appreciate that enthusiasm. And, and there's a lot of pent up uh, <laughs> enthusiasm since we didn't have a live event last year. Uh, people are so eager to come out and celebrate uh, Thanksgiving Day with us and uh, come out and have a good time. Indeed. So there's the the five um, k. You said, yeah, uh, the five k and and uh, the five k at ten k and the kids race. And, the kids and race. Uh, mm-hmm. for the uh, for the five k, there's an untimed that's thirty dollars. The the timed race is thirty five dollars. Uh, for the ten k, the untimed is thirty five dollars, and the timed race is forty dollars, and the kids race is uh, is fifteen dollars. But if if for some reason you still don't feel comfortable coming out in public and in, in, in big crowds and a big group of people, we still have virtual races going on. So you can sign up for those as well. Those are $35. Uh, that still supports the mission. Uh, but uh, if, if it's within your comfort zone to just, you know, run on your own and not come out to a big group, there's an opportunity to do that and still support Baker Ripley. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. That was <laughs> that was going to be my next question uh, for those who may not feel comfortable. So uh, we got this telepathy thing going. You were t- <laughs> right. taking taking the questions out of my head already. <laughs> yeah. So so people lo- log on to the site. It is HoustonTurkeyTrot.org. HoustonTurkeyTrot.org. You can still register now. Uh, to be a part of the the 5K run, the 10K run, and and the kids run. And as uh, Fred just mentioned, if you don't feel uh, comfortable uh, coming out and and, and being amongst the people, which it really is a part of you're missing out on uh, such a great time. I'm really just sitting here talking to you now and, like, thinking about how I'm going to miss out on this fun. Like, really, because when you call me, to be honest, when you hit me up and I was like, man, I already – got my flight and and after i got off with you i was like maybe i should just cancel that flight leave use it for a, another time you know to come and then uh, my brother was like no nah, man we going to this uh Bengals game on on sunday like i got these tickets like what, what are you saying i was like so so there was there was no way for me to uh to, right, right, right. <laughs> to try to maneuver my way out but i mean you you have my absolute word next year i am going to be there no more uh, go yeah. home for Thanksgiving as long as as you all will have me. No, I'm being so serious because it was it was so much fun, y'all. Y'all don't understand yeah. the the energy and uh, the excitement and, and and the runners that are there, and especially the kids, the kids that come out yeah. to participate. Yeah. I mean, it's just a great family affair and a great way to kick off your Thanksgiving Thursday. 
Um, so yeah, it's, what, what I really love is, is the people who dress up in their various Thanksgiving costumes or any other costumes they choose to wear. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely. always fun to see. <laughs> absolutely. Um, again, for the uh, for the virtual uh, run, do they go to the same they go to the same site? Yeah, same site. Same site. Houston Turkey Trot. Virtual 5K or 10K. Okay, we HoustonTurkeyTrot.org. Man, this this is uh this is this is amazing. Um, thank you um for having the time and and, and talking to us and, and and us uh getting the word out about it. Um, I know that the city uh is excited. Hell, I'm excited, and, and, and I'm not <laughs> going to even be there, but it, it, it yeah. really is a great time. Y'all, I'm not just saying that to be saying it like the It's it's great. It, it, it is great, and it is for a great cause because Baker Ripley, they have been around for over 100 years uh, serving this community, and, and they just keep on um, pushing the – uh, the, the race and creating opportunities and, and, and helping to build this community. So um, what you all do, it, 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 it never goes unnoticed and it's nothing to scoff at because you all are, Baker Ripley is a pillar uh, in this community. So uh, we appreciate everything that you all do and, and continue uh, to do. So um, if you need assistance, you could, um, Log on to their site, BakerRipley.org, and to register for the Houston Turkey Trot, uh, that site is HoustonTurkeyTrot.org. Oh, and um, give your social media, you know, because a lot of a lot of folks they <laughs> they live off of the, the Facebook and the Instagrams and the Twitters and TikToks and whatnot. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, shout out you all social yeah, we're, as well. Yeah, we're, we're just Baker Ripley on the on the social media channels. All right, cool, man. Fred Goodall from Baker Ripley. Bro, so good to talk to you, man. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Houston, we will uh, see you all. Well, I won't be there, unfortunately, but uh, uh, they will see you. We'll see you in the Galleria area on uh, Thursday morning, Thanksgiving uh, morning for the Baker Ripley Houston Turkey Trot. Man, Fred, thanks again. Hey, thank you. And for everyone listening to the podcast, on behalf of Uncle Funky Larry Jones, I'm KG Smooth, and we will see you next week.